Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Cody. Coming back to you with episode number two of Traders, right on Peacock. If you haven't already downloaded it, make sure you check out Peacock. Ten episodes. They're only about 40 to 43 minutes each, and they're fast-paced. They're action-packed. We're not getting paid to say this. It's actually a really, really good show. If you're into Big Brother, if you're into Survivor, and you're looking for a little bit of a twist, this is the show for you. It's, It's actually a lot better than I expected it to be. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm excited. So we're two episodes in. We I'm in finally there. see somebody get murdered. Okay, so you yeah, guys got to go choose a, a somebody to, to die, right? You know. So we ultimately the, the, episode, the first episode closes. How do you end up sending three? Or she can she just is chosen to go, uh, or who 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 decides that you guys want to? So it ultimately comes down to like we know we're gonna do Reza, Brandy, or Kate. We're like, okay, these okay. three are like kind of locked in together. Now, why? What was, was, it was the, what was the deal? Because they they just were talking too much. It was just because like they were really strong, outspoken personalities, and it was like it was a way to kind of set it was a way to kind of set the precedent of like this is how the show is gonna go. Like nobody's off limits, and. Yeah. Uh, Really, the Reza one, we we come to the conclusion for Reza because of all the drama that was happening. And they don't show this, but Suri and I also wanted to not – we wanted to make it seem like, oh, there can't be two reality people that are traitors. Because they don't really know how many traitors there are. They think Mm. there could be three, there could be four, there could be five. There's a lot of speculation amongst the group as Mm. to – how many traders are there and who the mm-hmm. traders are. And so we were trying to throw it off a little bit to be like, all right, well, reality people wouldn't send a reality person home probably, right? Maybe that's maybe the reality person got outweighed by the two regulars. And so we went with Reza just because of the, some of the drama that was going on around Reza, which again, early on, you two know this in Big Brother, the slightest drama in the beginning that like plants two people on the block. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, there was, there was a lot of reaction to you guys sending Reza home. And I want to dive into that. I want to dive into things that weren't shown on the show that may have contributed to you guys ultimately making that decision. And obviously the fallout afterwards, it's pretty crazy. Cause I was like, how are they going to do this? Where it's going to, are they going to just like show up in the morning and one person's going to be missing, but I like how they broke it down into like groups. And then as it went on, there were lesser and less people coming in. And so it was really building the anticipation. And what I liked about it is as traders, you guys got to really act mm-hmm. because you're coming into the room and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm, I'm here. It's like, and you're, and I'm assuming everyone's constantly reading everyone. So it's, it, it's got to be stressful for you. Yeah. Everyone's paying attention and looking for anything. Um, I actually thought at the first round table, when Alan picked me, you're crazy paranoid. There's so much stuff that this is behind the scenes stuff. As the episodes progress, like I was starting to like my paranoia in this was like, tenfold in comparison to big brother especially being a trader because now i'm like they could they could find anything like i was my heart was racing and my stomach was in knots every day <laughs> every so day so you wanted to be a trader and you didn't <laughs> and then i didn't and i, I didn't take I, it back <laughs> i regret it i i was regretting it very quickly into the show i was like man i am not cut out for being a trader i'm like this you, is well, why because you didn't feel like you could like lie about what you were doing is it like being paranoid are people buying my my i'm not a traitor do they still think i'm a traitor is it like and then it was it becomes you get closer to people and you ultimately know like these people are trusting you how are they going to take it when Mm. when we ultimately decide to send reza home and we get into that and into that room we're terrified like your heart's racing it's we're trying to react and then you start hearing people talk 
Like they showed some clips of it. Like Kyle was like, wow, that's just, that was really stupid on their part. Yeah, he like, was upset about it. I yeah. was surprised by that. Brandy, Kate, and then it just goes, and that's the case. It's like Brandy and Kate go nuts, and then it's like, oh my God, if I go up to them and try to talk to them, are they gonna, am I going to be specific? It's a wreck. When you have something to hide in this show, for me at <laughs> least, I was a wreck. I was like, this sucks. I'm like trying to have these conversations. Then it was like I would feel comfortable with certain people, but then I'd be like, oh my God, I wonder, do they really not trust me? Or like, this sucks because I'm kind of, I'm going to end up backstabbing them. So it was uh it was a lot, but yeah, the Reza thing created a lot of like people being pretty pissed off. And that kind of weighed on me when I'm hearing all so this were, shit. Were you surprised shit. by that reaction? No. No, we knew everybody was going to like kind of go nuts because yeah. Reza is Shaws of Sunset. Like that show has been on 10 seasons on Bravo. Reza is a hilarious personality and like a genuine person. That's the thing that sucks, is like He's a genuine person. He may be like, he was loud in a personality, but he's very genuine. He doesn't come across like rude. Like, I don't think he would have been rude to anybody there. And so it kind of sucked to be like, all right, there goes a really nice person. We're just booting him. And that's what is like the hard part. And then- And fun. I think, yeah. You don't so want to kick like out the all the fun people in the beginning. Yeah. And Producers must have hated you for that one. They were like, you bastards. Yeah. Like, you just sent home the the walk-in soundbite. Like, that yeah. kid's got line yeah. after line. But he's I, great. I watched Shaw's of Sunset, and I he's great. Oh, and yeah. he definitely has a lot of good one-liners. Yeah. So he would have been he would have been great TV. But I was asking myself as like a reality game player, like, how would how, what's that balance? Because in the episode, they show like Kyle's reaction. And they also show, I believe it's Quentin asking questions about. You know, why, you know, why do you think they, he was kind of like leading it a little bit. And it's like, well, what's that balance? Because obviously by you asking questions or reacting like Kyle did, you're also sending a message like, well, clearly I'm not the traitor. Cause if I was, why would I react this passionately? Mm. But that could be interpreted two ways. Like, oh man, he's really upset about this. Or is he just playing it up mm -hmm. because he is the traitor? So for you, and they didn't show a lot. You were just very quiet. But like, what is that balance? Because you don't want to not say anything. Like, you don't want to be like completely hiding from the word traitor. But you also don't want to be the person that's coming on too strong where people are like, ah, oh, that's fake. So for me, it was it was less is more, but it can't be nothing. It was like less yeah. is more, can't be nothing. So like for me, I was doing a lot of just like, like kind of like, I was like, oh man, don't, don't look up. Just kind of like stare out, like maybe look at the pictures and just be like confused. Like just kind of <laughs> try it. Don't like be like, oh my God. Like I, yeah. it's just, the kid Christian was doing it every time somebody walked in. I was like, bro, oh my God, stop, please. And I was like, all right, don't do that. And so I was like, all right, do a different version of that. And so it was, um, it became more just like, kind of like, I was always just kind of like, I always wanted to seem like puzzled, like confused. Yeah. And then yeah. play off of that. Cause like Quentin was one. And he was, him and I got so, I was really tight with him. I fucking loved him. I was, I can't get ahead, fuck. Um, but he was somebody that was super analytical too. And so it was always like all the stuff that he was saying, I was kind of just trying to put on my face. And everybody, uh -huh. he would always like try to break it down analytically and be like, why are they doing this? Which is, it's impossible to do that as a faithful, I think. And so I was just kind of trying to hold that face and then just be like, like let the people talk and let them all mm -hmm. like kind of talk and I'll slide in and say things here and there. But I didn't want to say talking it is sucks. What, talking is yeah. what gets you in trouble. So it's good to just like let everybody else talk because they can say, well, Cody's not saying anything. But if you say something that might come back and bite you in the ass, then you just would have wished you would have been quiet. <laughs> and I felt like I could have played off the not talking. Like I'm coming up with reasons of like if I get 
Like I'm doing Big Brother, like right? Like we're all prepared on Big Brother for if this person says this to me about something I said, I want to react this way to try to throw mm -hmm. it off. So I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. thinking of all the things. I'm like, okay, if I'm too quiet and somebody says this, this is going to be my answer to that. If I, if I talk too much, then maybe I'll have this answer, but I'm going to try not to talk too much. Um, and just kind of hopefully other bigger personalities take charge and maybe nobody mentions me. But in the beginning for me, it was a lot of like throwing water on like any big brother conversations, any, and mm -hmm. my name coming up as a big brother threat. I was trying to like water those out being like, well, everybody here that's played is, is great in their, in their games. Like then you're going to just project it on all of us. And that's not right. Cause then I'm just going to target you. Cause if you're going to come at me for that reason alone, I, you're, you're grabbing at straws and that's going to make me suspicious. And I was trying to like almost, cause I really wanted to protect Sari and I, I was like, I just want mm. us to like, I was like, I don't care if Christian goes. You leave the like, person out there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I get you it. You know, but it was, it was tough. Those, those mornings are, are brutal because you know what happens, but you can't act like you do. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. It, it was, it was I, really I was one. I was wondering, cause it seems like in the episode Sari, and then we can move on from this, but I really, my mind's working as I'm, I'm like, who would I have sent home or who would I have yeah. targeted? And it seems like Sari kind of let you and Christian take kind of the, you know, the lead on the first one. And I wonder, obviously Reza, big personality, he's someone who's going to rile people up, but was there ever a thought in your mind where I'm thinking if I'm in there, you want to get out the better players too, the people who read people well, and you start thinking about, uh, obviously you can't go after Sari, mm -hmm. even though she's a great player, mm -hmm. but someone like a Rachel Riley, who's really good. And I feel like if you had sent her home, people are automatically going to assume the big brother people are working together. So if you could have convinced Christian to send her home, then people are going to be like, there's no way Cody's part of the traders because he wouldn't be sending home his own ally at the beginning, even though you yeah. guys weren't really aligned. So I, so this is the tough part. And we were like devils advocating everything, which is what mm -hmm. I think adds the stress aspect. Cause I was like, I had, I like, like juggled with sending Rachel home like very early. And I was like, well, is that going to eat? That's going to either clear me like how you said, or it's going to make people suspicious of me because everybody <laughs> See, was calling it out. Mm. And it's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm either going to send her and it's going to be like, Cody's good. Or it's going to be like, maybe Cody's trying to throw us off his set. And so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, you yes, can't, yes, your decision-making yeah. process, dude, which is why it was just a lot for me. Yeah. It, everything felt like damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I just was like, you know what? I don't know how that's going to go over with Rachel. So let me just stay away from her for now. Cause mm -hmm. I do feel like I was like, I could have a relationship with her, but it was like, there were other people that I was already gravitating trying? towards. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, oh. not early on. I was gravitating towards other people. Like I was really close with Ryan. I was really, really close with, uh, Quentin. I was really, really close with Kyle. Like these were people that I just, my personality gravitated towards theirs. Um, and so it was like, and then on the girl side, there was, um, Angelica, who I really got along with, I ended up really getting along with Kate and I really got along with Shelby, but Shelby was one that I was starting to get along with because she was a super fan of all the shows. Mm -hmm. And she always kept, she kept looking at me like, I know how you play, Cody. I know what you oh, do. I know who no, you are. Don't, don't, don't so, say but that. Ins <laughs> but instead of taking that as a threat, I was like, perfect. You're skeptical. I'm going to just become your friend. Like I oh, didn't dude, take like, people mentioning home. me as... <laughs> No, yeah, so I was like, her. I ended That's up like, Derek on. needs to hear. I ended up like, oh, really? Thank you. You're going home. <laughs> yeah, oh, you said so I play was, like, it it I remind you right, of who? Oh, so okay. All this stuff happens. So all this stuff happens and you're like, all right, cool. I am in, the, I'm a trader. I could send you home. But it's like, 
What if they mentioned that conversation to somebody else and now they go home and they're like, mm. well, they told me about this combo you have with Cody and what they said to him. You're fucking paranoid. Way too paranoid in this fucking game as a trader. And even more paranoid than the BB house. So in the Big Brother house, the reason why I didn't feel this paranoid was because it's like you form your alliance, right? And you ultimately know that, okay, I'm with these people and mm -hmm. the people that you're gravitating towards you're like, I trust you because you have, it's like, I got to trust somebody. I need people to help me get to the end. So like, I'll be open with you. And maybe you find that one person that you're fully open with. That person for me, like I've really wanted to talk to more with Sari, but I never could. It's like big brother. You don't talk to your closest ally. So I didn't mm -hmm. talk to Sari all day. So the only time I could talk to Sari was at the turret mm -hmm. and Christian was always there. And so it's mm -hmm. like, I never got to fully say to Sari what I wanted to all the time. And it sucked because we didn't have those moments. So I like, you. a lot of times you feel like you're just playing the game solo, even as a trader when you know you have two other teammates. It was tough. How was she feeling about Christian at this time? She, um, she, uh, she didn't trust, she, she had some sound bites in the first episode too, where she was like, man, Christian's talking too much. Like, yeah. Christian, mm -hmm. stop talking. Stop yeah. saying so much. And it was just like, man, this kid just, I don't think he got it, but I think Sari and I like Sari's, uh, I talked to my dad afterwards, who's a huge Survivor fan. He's like, Sari is one of the best that's never won. Mm. And she's just like super cutthroat. And so I was like, oh, well, it kind of kind of makes sense. But we never got to have these conversations. <laughs> yeah. like, we never got to have these conversations. So it was never like, you know, there was going to be a point where I would try to hook, like be with one of you two and Big Brother and we get to bounce ideas off of each other and we get to say what we're thinking but it's like the way that it all progressed, it, it made that even harder. But I know Sari like didn't fully trust him, but I didn't know how much she didn't trust him until, mm. you know, afterwards. Any behind I think it's the important. scenes drama, Cody? I'm sorry, Derek. Oh yeah, no, go for I, it. Behind I, the scenes drama, I'm all for that. Any drama you wanna, can we know? Um, in, in, in the second episode. Yes. In the second episode, no. Okay. Oh. Is there a camera crew? Yeah, there's a camera crew walking Was that throughout. weird for you? Was that the first time you had to do something with a camera crew? First time, and it was... Um, uh, isn't it It was weird? weird. Well, like, you know... I like uh, BB better, because we don't have, like, people in your face, and then, like, we're having a conversation, and all of a sudden, somebody comes over with the camera and a boom, and it's like, I got to start acting like you're not here. Yeah, it was so tough because like even times where you walk into a room because you're allowed to like walk through the rooms. They don't have cameras everywhere. They have like little spotty cameras, but the camera crew is getting like the good stuff. And you walk into the room and like a conversation is happening with the camera crew and you got to like kind of like try to skate in and be like, what's happening here? It was tough. It was definitely an adjustment, I would say, because it was difficult to try to figure out how to navigate one-on-one -on -one combos, mm. building relationships like stronger. It, it really was... Whoever you gravitate towards, hopefully they bond with you as well. And then there's no suspicion. I think everybody was super suspicious of me. I think there's only one person that just wasn't because I think we just had a good bond. I think it was like the guy Quentin. Him and I just didn't – I don't think he was suspicious because him and I would talk freely. But they don't show a lot of it. Like they don't show a lot of the conversations. The show so fast-paced, man. It's fast-paced. But a lot of times it would be like, no talking. Stop. Now and then how like, okay. Okay. How often are the challenges? Are they every day? Are they every other day? Every, like how you're seeing the show was like every day. Or like every sometimes it would be an episode would get stretched out over like two days. 
It's like one episode in two days, and then the next day it was like one full episode. So we were filming so fast paced. It so was you don't wild. Know it when was like somebody is going home. Yeah, and it was like what it felt like to me was the nerves of an HOH day in Big Brother every single day. And like that, yeah, for that me, makes sense. You know, like you know how you get that like uneasy nerve when it's it's Thursday, and even if you know how the votes go, when the next HOH is critical, and you're nervous yeah. about it, and then you know the nominations come up. We have those like two days where it's like a lot. And then we have like the four four days where it's nothing. We just get to chill. You don't get that on this show. It was like, boom, every day. Every day stuff's happening. Every day you got a crazy. challenge, right? Every yeah. day you got something going on. Every day well, there I mean- was a challenge. Dude, every day started where there was a challenge. Then there was a round table. Then there was a murder. And then we'd go to bed. That was every day. And then maybe yeah. sometimes it would, maybe sometimes we wouldn't have something it would get like pushed to the next day but for the most part it was every day we were just flying through this stuff yeah i mean even that challenge that you guys did was the one in this episode was a pretty cool challenge i will tell you not for me i was telling you off camera cody i'm a claustrophobic person like going inside that that cat the uh the casket not happening for me yeah. but there were three teams in this episode yeah. right if stop me if i'm wrong red yellow blue yep thing again right whatever it was yeah. red and yellow teams accomplished got everybody out blue team got no one out yeah so mm. how much re- refresh my memory how much money could you have made that episode 30 grand did you guys again make? we could have made 30, 30 grand and we only made 20. okay because the last team didn't complete it so you made 20 out of the 30 but i think the big thing about this episode and you can tell us if they covered it properly but during the challenge itself, you have Michael, who in the middle of the challenge, while he's running, is already campaigning to get Geraldine out if for, for banishment later that night, the round table. Yeah, Michael was Michael was losing it. Michael was losing it. And it's like the competition was fun for, for my group. You know, I have Rachel and it was so funny, man. I got to do this. Which, I mean, they showed in episode one. Rachel showed up to this castle mm-hmm. with a magnifying glass and binoculars. <laughs> And it. it was like the butt of the every joke that I could, anytime I could find oh, my from way. home. Yeah, she brought him from home. Like she was like, I'm ready to find the traitors. <laughs> like, I was like, that is great. Louder so like, I love that. we start this challenge and Rach has got like her binoculars and is like, I'm like, Rach, what are we doing? They showed here? it in episode one, actually, that she had a pair of binoculars, but I thought yeah. it was from no, like the house. She brought those herself. So there's your little inside <laughs> oh, information from the group. But she was like, and dude, when the competition started, so I have Brandy in the group. Who is just like super chill. She's not rushing around. She doesn't really feel like it. And then it's Rachel. So they don't and run in Beverly Hills. That's why. Yeah. They don't run yeah. in Beverly Hills. Yeah, they don't know. run in Beverly Hills. So said. I had Christian, Rachel, Ryan, who is just the best, um, and then uh, Brandy. And so it was like the whole time everybody's sprinting and Rachel's like, come on, guys, we got to go. And it's like, boom, she's out. And it's like, I'm like standing there with Brandy. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm like, all right, Rach, go for it, girl. You just take off. But it was like so frantic that I was like, between her and Christian, it was like just a bad group to be in. I was like, dude, I'm, I, I couldn't figure out anything. All these riddles and stuff. I was like, I'm clueless. I'm too busy watching Rachel run around with a uh, with binoculars. I can't help but make fun of that. <laughs> Christian is driving me absolutely insane. I was like, I can't focus on anything during this challenge. So I guess I hope we get to these buried people. It was. So it does, was hilarious. Does anybody need to be like physically fit, strong, no need to know how to do this, do that to be able to compete on on the tra- in traders? 
I don't think so. I think it's for everybody. Like even this okay. challenge where it's like you see us moving around. Up. She's like, okay, take making notes. Yeah. I am. I'm trying to see. Do I need to get. In other words, do I need to get in the gym. Do I need to get a swimming coach? Do I need? <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know. You're gonna have to wait to see how the season shakes out to see some of the some of the challenges. But I got to be honest with you. I think everybody there was was just fine during the challenges. Okay. Yeah. So I and I. I don't think anybody like overly prepared. Like how if you go on the challenge, you have to prepare. You can't just like go on there on a whim or you, you can. sure cannot. <laughs> you know, so it's you like, better know it how to ride a bike. Deep. That's for sure. Yeah. But the things that I think popped out the most, which then this brings us to our round table was just how frantic Michael was just like how mm. frantic he was during the competition. Because then there's another point that Kyle talks about where we get Kyle out of his casket and we open the thing up and Kyle says the first thing he sees is Michael in his face being like, hey, we're sending home Geraldine tonight, right? We got to send Geraldine home. And it was like, it was like Michael was doing a lot to kind of hurt himself. Yeah. And, but there was a lot going on that it was like weighing on me because now it's like, I know Michael's not a traitor. So I know everything mm -hmm. that he's saying, how he's anxious and how he does, yeah. he's nervous. It's like, he's going through it. And I'm just like, that's ultimately why I end up voting for Geraldine. It's because I'm just like, I can't vote for this kid. I have no problem voting for Geraldine. She's not even saying anything. Yeah. And so it was uh, It was just tough sitting there seeing people struggle like Michael was struggling. And they didn't even show the full – like he was having breakdowns. He was struggling. And it was like yeah, so tough at happens. those roundtables, you know? Like yeah. that's probably – that. it's like – and this is like piling on every day. So it's like that, mm -hmm. that roundtable got heated up quick. Yeah, and he, he was broken down, and I love the roundtable because with the traders, you guys are kind of doing it behind closed doors, and then the reaction is there, but I was hoping there was going to be something for an opportunity, kind of like the head of household, if we're going to compare it to Big Brother, where you know the head of household talks, but then you guys are all sitting there, and we can say things to each other, even though we normally don't, but this roundtable really allows each person, it forces you to say something and speak up, and not only does it allow you to say something before you vote or whatever, there's like this deliberation and there's rebuttals and debates. And I feel like as a season progresses, this is probably going to be where the best parts of the show come from. Oh, because for sure. it's, it's oh, face to face. It hasn't even started yet. It's right? madness. It's madness. The drama, the round table, bro. It's so when you walk into this thing, you walk in and they're playing the hanging tree song. You know that song? I don't want to say it and get copyright no. copywritten, but it's like, they're playing it. It's in uh, hunger games. If okay, you go okay, to my okay. Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the posts that I put up announcing traders has a song playing. So you can, guys, you guys can check that out. And they'd be like blasting that as we walk mm. in. And we walk in and you sit in your seat and then there's this camera zooming around, getting up in everybody's face. The kind of what they show where they pull out. Yeah, and there's some good camera work in there. It is so tense when we're in there getting ready for the round table. It's like when the music drops and all of a sudden you hear like, like Alan's heels hitting, walking mm. up. And everybody's like, yo, it's about to go down. This shit's about to get on fire. And I was so pissed that first round table because they don't show it, but I they say they show me speak up first. But nobody wanted to talk. Nobody was saying yeah, anything. Yeah, I would think not. That's strategy. Yeah, exactly. I was never, you think I'm gonna speak up first? You think I'm gonna be the one to start yeah, it's like, a round I'll go table? First. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alan's but like, that's good. I'm do glad they do that. And I was like, why did you just do that to me? Which they didn't show. I was like, why the fuck did you just do that to me, Alan? Why are you putting that's me good. out? It's going to be good for us. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I like speak up and I'm like, and then I feel bad because I'm like, well, you know, I think I'm going to speak for everybody to say that you, Michael and Geraldine are the two that everybody's been talking about. So I don't know. I That's what I heard. Everybody else can speak up. 
And then I was like, I'm done. I'm not saying shit anymore. He's a traitor. Was there anything they didn't show, or did they pretty much nail it? Because it basically Bro. was be, it was it was bike, back and forth between Michael and Geraldine the whole time. Everyone knew it was one of those two going home. Yeah, it, it, they pretty much broke it down spot on. Um, it, these were a little bit longer, but obviously they're splicing stuff out. Like there's so much back and forth. This first one was very mild in comparison to what the roundtables are going to be moving really? forward. Oh my god! If you thought this one was like whoa, you haven't even seen anything. These roundtables get editing? so you, crazy. Is there do they edit much out, or do you think that most of it got, gets put into the episode? I think a lot of it gets put in. Now it's okay. tough because they're not putting a lot of the conversations that are happening because okay. it's such a fast-paced show. Yeah, and with ten episodes, you're fitting, uh, you're fitting a murder uh, challenge and a roundtable all into an episode. So it's like there's a lot that they really can't, and it's understandably so. So I'm, I'm eager to see kind of how everything gets portrayed. But so far, they've done a pretty good so job far, of just accurate. showing it. Yeah, they're just showing what's going on. Because okay. no no bullshit, Kate was a he- big driver in the show. I would say the, the heavy drivers of the show, I think, for of the Faithfuls were Kate and Quentin. They're two people that never didn't speak up at the round table. They had no problem, ever. And it gets intense because what you see in these upcoming episodes, oh, dude, it's it gets so intense gonna, in the upcoming episodes. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm pumped. I, I almost want to go watch episode three now because I'm the way they do this, well, the way they end the episode, which also love it, absolutely love that we get to see your reactions to when you're wrong, yeah. and you know you get this truth circle. Am I calling that right? The truth yeah, circle, yeah, the truth where circle to come the, up the and person you, who. Yeah. The person that they, you guys have decided collectively uh, is banished, which in this case it was Geraldine, mm-hmm. gets to go up there and she gets to, she has to reveal whether she's a traitor or not. And that you could feel it. You could feel it even the way they, they, they edited that. They're thinking that this person's a traitor. And then sure enough, she reveals she's not. So you must be sitting there like, well, this is going to be interesting because yeah. Oh, yeah. any one of them. Again, another scenario where the traitors have to sit there and watch and react, react to something that we already know the, what the answer is going to be. It's like, again, it's, <laughs> it's, oh my God, is everybody staring at them or are people looking at me or what's happening here? And um, like, there was one thing, I think Alan said something once, which again, this is just how, I'm just trying to explain to you guys how much I was in my own head. Alan said something like, oh, something, and he said traitors. And I felt like I was like nodding along and I was uh-huh. just nodding along with him talking as, as he was talking. But then at the end of it, he said, traitors, and I'm nodding along. And then I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm, in that moment, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm nodding. And he just said traitors. I was like, oh, my God. Like I hope I'm I acknowledging, but, like I'm yeah. acknowledging that he's yeah. talking to me or like he's about talking to me. me. And, and I'm like, don't look at anybody else. Just keep looking at him. You know what? Keep nodding your head. Dude, just go with it. <laughs> Just commit to it now. And I'm like, this is how much I'm, this is how much in my head I was, which, which is why I describe it. Like certain people I think weren't, but I just, I was just all over the place in my head in this game. And like, I know it's like my strategy and everything, my rationalization all was still remaining the same, but I was like, dude, you are losing your mind. This is not for you. <laughs> no, you should far, not have not been it, No, I mean, it's definitely outside character for you, but it's good because they don't know how many traitors there are. They're what? We're 20, 20 people in the house? 20 people in the house. Or in the castle. And you have, and only three of them are traitors. So 85% of the house is just a regular, is, is just a regular person. And they don't even know how many traitors there are. So they're thinking, hey, we, we might get it, but they shoot, they miss. 
And now there's a murder happening that night. So not only did they not accomplish their mission, but now the people that are still there get to vote another one of them out. So that's where we are at the end of this episode where now we know uh, um, Geraldine is gone, Reza's gone, and now we're leaving the episode with the traitors, being you, uh, getting to send another person home. I would ask you who you think is going to go home, but obviously we 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 shouldn't even pretend like we don't know. So you haven't watched I actually the second don't episode. Okay, so who do you think goes I, home? Are they all about their? I'm thinking Brandy because of what you. Be, I think Brandy because no, I'm you not going to say. What I'm not going to say who goes home because we're not talking about episode three. I think so Michael. Yeah, so we're talking about could Michael be somebody? Could Brandy be somebody? Um, yeah, I'm thinking Brandy because of what you said. Brandy called out both Christian and Suri, and you told them. Yeah, and, and they told you. You told each other because Christian said, "Hey, she had said something," and then you said, "By the way, Suri, she said your name too." Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, "That's it." That's what she. Brandy pissed me off when she said Suri's name because she kept mentioning Christian to me, and I was like, "Money, I don't have to say his name," which is was like my conscience could. You kind of saved him a little bit though. Someone else said his name in the car, and you're like, "Yeah, but I think that's just him." And I was yeah, like, "Cody, let yeah. him go." Yeah, no, just let so him go. That I was fucking up, man. I was in such a dilemma of like, stay, stay loyal. To, like, you got to be loyal to somebody, Cody. Like, Welcome to Team America, to? my friend. Welcome to Team America. Yeah. You hated him. Right? Donnie coming for me every week. And I'm like, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Gotta keep him around. But no, it was like, um, when when she mentioned Suri, I was like, fuck, now I have to share this at the Turk. Because I was never going to say anybody mentioning Christian's name. I was just going to wait right. and then be like, okay. But then she mentioned Suri and I was like, I got to bring this up now. Okay. And now I was yeah. like, oh man, Suri might mention because now Suri might want to go after Brandy. And it just sucked. Because like, if you mentioned Suri to me, then I was going to be like, all right, now she's got to find out. Like Christian, yeah. I yep. wasn't going to be like telling him everything that I hear. It's just yeah. whatever. Okay. It sucked. Uh, I'm excited. I'm gonna watch. I know Tiffany's like, all right, can we wrap this up? We gotta go. Any final any final words from you, Tiff? Um, no, I love it so far. I'm I'm still impressed with Cody. So, you know. Cody, Cody you any final words? Any teaser? Any You're teaser? Good episode number three here. Oh. If you guys thought I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to end it with this. If you guys thought that sex, uh, the second episode where you're seeing everything, a murder, a roundtable was good, and you thought those reactions were something, and you thought those back and forths at the roundtable were something, you have not seen anything. You haven't seen okay, anything bye. yet. No. Yeah. Oh, I it's love like it. That. That. It that really teaser. is I like that. It. It's really like that. I got to watch it now. I got to watch okay, it, bye. guys. As always, <laughs> we appreciate you joining us. Listen, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe, turn your notifications on, because to be honest with you, we don't know when we're going to drop these episodes. We're winging it. So you definitely want to have your notifications on. We'll probably do one per week, maybe two, and hence even more of a reason to have those notifications on. If you're listening on audio, make sure you uh, leave a five-star review, leave a comment. We do read them all, so we really appreciate the feedback. Uh, as always, we appreciate you joining us here on The Winner Circle. We will see you next week.